Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a name switching scenario, a girl asking a friend for relationship advice, and a coworker situation gone wild. Check it out. Enjoy, share it with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It only happens for, through you, the listener. That's what, how it goes. You listen to the show. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. And then they listen. They rate, review, subscribe. They support the sponsors. It's the big circle of podcasting life. And boy, I'm meeting you guys out on these streets. I was just in Baton Rouge. That's right. Uh, any accent I, any New Orleans accent I do just sounds awful. So I'm not going to even put you through that. But I was in New Orleans and I was in Baton Rouge. What a place. Love it, love it, love it. Um, I got to say, meeting the... That's right. That's what it felt like. I really do, whenever I go to these places, and it's not against you, it's more that I'm an idiot. It's not your place that's stupid. I'm stupid. But because I think of whatever I was brought up thinking of these places, and you're driving, walking the streets of New Orleans, you see the porches that come off the houses... This music plays in my head. So I can't help it. It's you can't help it. As a Northeastern Jew idiot, I can't help this playing in my head the whole time. You're picturing deliverance, your worst fears coming. Yes, coming to life. And the drive from New Orleans to Baton Rouge. New Orleans is this like fun, hip, with it town. And then you get on the road. I, I rented a car and got on the road from New Orleans to Baton Rouge. And it's like... Four minutes outside of town, it's like, it, it's like you know what it feels like. You ever see the movie? Um, uh, you got this. I got this. I got this. What the movie? Uh, what decade? Wild Things. I've, I'll take your word with for Matt it. Dillon. Wild Things has the hottest lesbian scene ever in the history of movies. Oh, Denise Richards. It's on my Netflix queue. Get it on the queue. Are you kidding me? Have you seen this? I've never heard of that. You've ever. never heard of Wild Things. What is Wild Things? I know the where the Wild Things I've, are. I felt old on this podcast. I, I'm going to bring up the Wild Things scene where they make out. Is this in the pool? Yeah, in the pool. Okay, I'm aware of the scene. You're <laughs> not aware <laughs> of the movie, aware of the scene. I mean, it's Denise Richards, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell kind of floated out of life after Scream. Like, we don't really hear from her. Like she went back to Canada. I've never heard Canada. of either of those names, even. It was this erotic thriller. You've never heard those names? No. Our guest this week is crazy young. So, <laughs> I'm, yeah, the crowd is up in arms. Yeah. Uh, let's bring him in before we get into wild things. Uh, very excited to have him. Super funny comic. 
All of you go follow, go support Lev Fur. Oh, thanks so much. Thank you for coming on. Of course, man. I'm new guest. To be here. It's uh, we're pumped to have you. New guest alert here on the podcast. I love when uh, people are going to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that the new guest sound? Yeah. I love when people are going to ask me, how was Jared's podcast? Like, oh, he brought me over, played old porn from the 90s. Old porn, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was allowed. This was like, this was in a movie, and Denise Richards was like the hottest ever at the time, and Nev Campbell's hot too, and then they have this pool makeout. We're watching it now. It's getting <laughs> steamy. And you're like, oh my God, like... It's as if like and like at my at the at the time I, I I don't know if it says the year. Yeah, this is it, baby. Because at the time you're like, okay, like this movie. I don't know if anyone listening is connecting this, but if you are, <laughs> you're half chub in the car. Yeah, but I love that this movie. This is the slowest makeout scene I've ever seen. Oh which... well, this is the thing. There was an internet porn. Right. You're basically you're thinking, like if someone came up to me at 13 and was like, what would you want? to happen right. for you right now i'd be like i want denise richards and nev campbell to make out yeah and then all of a sudden this movie paid off on the promise and you're <laughs> like wait a minute why it's just, it was like it was teenage catnip but that sounds exactly like what the director was asked like what do you want to make next yes what <laughs> these two to make out let's do it let's do it i mean this was like you saw their boobs too like you saw <laughs> and then, and then you're like you're thinking like this is like a this might, then you start hearing about your Harvey Weinstein stuff. And you're like, okay, I guess this kind of all makes sense, right? He was definitely on the set of this. I mean, something, right? Jesus. And now the makeout scene, here's how easy it is to masturbate. This makeout scene was literally half a second away from me pulling up right away. Then I had to like, you know, I had to like pause it, make sure my parents were, you right, know, right. away. Shelby, you have no connection to this movie whatsoever. I've heard the name. I'm look. You know I'm the makeup scene. I'm aware of the scene here. Yeah. What about Mulholland Drive? That lesbian scene. I don't know that one. Well, the shoes on the other foot. I yeah, guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess Let me ask you this: When you were a kid, did you ever watch the shit with your friends? Well, the first time seeing this was with friends. Right? Because yes, yeah, so you're like literally inches away from literally holding hands, <laughs> and then you're like, "What's going on in my pants?" Well, see, like my generation, we were watching this on Pornhub together. We were watching actual. So you porn would sit together. down to Pornhub. Right. We'd sit down to Pornhub, have a coffee. You know, one of your friends is fucking the floor. That's how it was That's in the teenage years. <laughs> what about this? It's a sleepover. It's like. Let's say elementary to middle school. Yeah. Oh, we're staying up late watching uh, Comedy Central. Okay. And that Girls Gone Wild, like Marimba comes on those commercials. Oh, the commercials. Everybody would just stop. Like everyone just stops talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's funny because Shelby, how old are you? Twenty-seven years young. You're twenty-seven. I'm thirty-three. Lev, you're twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah. So we're literally like three different, three generations (laughs) of masturbation here. Yeah. Like all going over our war stories. It was all internet for me. First thing, first porn I ever saw was internet porn. Dude, you don't understand. I was out of college and I was like, and people were, there was a discussion going on. Like it was, I wasn't even doing comedy yet. <laughs> and we were at my apartment doing a pregame and all the guys were like discussing their favorite internet porn sites. And I was okay. like, what? And they were like, well, what are you looking at? And I was like, I'm kind of, I don't know, like I'm looking at like still lifes. 
And like, they were like, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. yeah. I'm still on paper. Yeah. Literally, like, I was still drawing pictures of nipples. (laughs) You know, like, what? And and it's just amazing. And they, like, the music stopped, I remember. And then, like, I ran home. And it's like that scene out of um, Family Guy where the son figures out masturbation. Then he comes out back with, like, a huge arm. Like, all of a sudden, my right arm is fucking jacked. And it's like, I don't know, wild things. But I think it was it's actually better for you to jerk off to less porn. Like Absolutely. No, I, I felt like um I was done a favor. Because right. Because now there's you know, there's so much. I mean, it's been talked about millions of times, but it's like Yeah, I, I have it's memories. Out there. I have memories as a kid of stumbling upon porn sites yeah. being like seven years old, eight years old. I think those moments shaped who I am today. I really like you, you're <laughs> seven years old. You see some girl squirting on a bed sheet. You're like, it's I'm never going to remember that. Or, I'm well, never going to forget that. Well, it's also like getting becoming 16 and owning a Ferrari. Yeah. Like, you know, like <laughs> too much power. Where do you go from right. there? What's the up? Like what? And also like we're all, you know, like a lot of men are trying to like achieve their, you know, their porno dreams in yeah. some cases. And then it's like you hear these stories of like a girl being like, well, then he tried to do it. And you're like, yeah, the. He's fucked up. <laughs> he, he's messed up in the head. He's seen too much. Yeah, your first grade teacher's like, you got to stop talking in class. So you're like, shut up. I know how you come. Yeah, I've seen, I've <laughs> seen you skirt. You know, like, I, I, I do this wild things. Well, this is like a throwback. I'll be bringing that back up. I don't know. But the New Orleans, such a fun time. Baton Rouge. I was at LSU. The game um, did not add up to the legendary status of the one versus three, but it, we had a fun time. It was great to meet people. That's the thing. People, I'll be taping this thing. Uh, how low will you go? It comes out every Saturday. Please support that. We got two more, uh, three more episodes to go. You'll see the LSU one this weekend, and then I'm going to be in LA for a couple weeks. And then, but people out of the woodwork just come up and they're like, hey, man, was that this show? Was that, you know, listen to the podcast? So excited to me. So it's really good. It feels amazing to, to meet you guys out there and in places that i never would have been in baton rouge so what's a better feeling that or the watching this scene again um they're the same yeah. you know <laughs> i'm coming while they say hi i'm so-and-so I, right, right, right. and i'm like Ugh, and then you know same thing yeah, we, you just uh, picture a stevie poor makeup yeah while they're like, just no anytime you meet me i'm totally hard sorry <laughs> oops uh cats out of the bag yeah. but uh, listen i want to do get ahead before we get into the episode, we'll talk to Lev. All of you go follow Lev Fur at Lev Fur on Instagram at Lev Fursh on Twitter. Is that your real last name? No, it's shortened. It's too Jewy. It's a what's your real last name? It's a the Jew nightmare Firstein. Firstein. See, see, you're Jewish. You can't even say it. No, Firstein. Firstein. Yeah, exactly. And whenever I say it, they're like, No, no, no. What is your last name and I say first name you go why do you keep saying first name to me uh yeah. I would think that's that's got to be Russian or Polish I think it's or, like German Jewish German first time yeah yeah, yeah yeah that sounds like the German like it would it would sound better with a German accent right. you know like <laughs> coming from a certain man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's from a nice German <laughs> right, you, know, right. you know a newer German but I um <laughs> so listen go follow at Lev Fur on Instagram at Lev first on Twitter um I'm gonna be if you're listening right now, it is Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't know when you listen, how you listen, but I'm coming to L.A., okay? One night only. I'm going to be in Burbank, okay? The 11th, Sunday, uh, Sunday, November 11th. I'm going to be at Flappers Comedy Club doing one show. So come on out. We added it late 
because I'm going to be in L.A. this weekend for How Low Will You Go. So I'll be at Cal USC this weekend. And then on Sunday, come out to Burbank and come to Flappers. Uh, the tickets are on my website, jaredfree.com. Also, my Instagram, you can find them there. But we added it late, so I need you guys to come on out. Bring a crew. That's what this is all about. I know you're going to like it because you know me. I know you. I know what's going on here. And I'm going to get to something else in this episode to let you know. I just know meeting the audience. I'm starting to know the audience. So I know you, you're going to have a good time. Bring your friends. I'm more worried about the friends than I am about you because I want them to walk away going, good job, Joe Blow. You brought us to the J Train show and we had a good time. So I'm there to make you look good. So Burbank, I'm going to be at Flappers. I think there's still tickets left for the Punchline in San Francisco on the 12th. Um, so I'm coming L.A. the 11th, San Francisco the 12th, uh, live J Train the 13th, which I think is sold out. 14th, I'm in San Francisco at the Punchline, sold out. 15th, Sacramento, Punchline, that is not sold out. So if you're near Sacramento, I'm there on the 15th. Come one, come all. Would love to have you. Um, also, I'm going to get into, I want to get into our ads this week. I just want to let you know. We're at that holiday holiday time of year. This is now that the, uh, Halloween is over. We are at ad season here at the podcast. Don't skip on these ads because now that I know the audience, we're bringing in stuff that I know you will want to give or be given. Do you understand? Because Papa JT, the king of brunch, the prince of promos, has control over who comes in with their wares, you can now get good stuff that is relevant to you in your life. We're not promoting stuff that wouldn't be useful to you. Our first sponsor today is Rothy's, and I was excited about them. Right, Shelby? You were over the moon. Over the moon. Match, uh, Shelby just matched my excitement about Rothy's. I'm just palpitating. Have you heard about this company making flats for women and girls from recycled plastic water bottles? Oh, and they're insanely comfortable and stylish. This holiday season, give the gift of comfort and style. Seriously, she is never going to want to take them off. Listen, I gave them to my mom. My mom is, is, is that's right, the audience is very touched. They, all she does is talk about these shoes, okay? They were founded by Stephen Hawthorne. Hawthorne, wait, that sounds... Like a jingle. Stephen Hawthy Hawthorne, wait. She sounds like the woman who murdered Stephen Hawking. Yeah, this is... <laughs> to take that spot. Hawthy Hawthorne, wait. And Roth Martin. Two guys who want... It was a, it's a guy, Stephen. Two guys who wanted to give the women in their lives more choice than just sneakers and flip-flops. They built one of the fastest-growing shoe companies. It's a real-life Cinderella story. Rothy's is the everyday flat for life on the go for women and girls. It's stylish, classic, comfortable, and comes in four fashionable styles. The flat, the point, the loafer, the sneaker. Okay, listen. My mom's been calling me about these shoes. I gave her the one, you know, that I can't wear them around, so I gave them to her. She's like, they're the most comfortable things ever. They look good. I can wear them. Anytime on the go, we're going out shopping at the house. It's just a great functional shoe, and it's gonna. And also, if you're a guy listening, this is a great gift. This is for your mom or the girl in your life, and they look great. You know who's wearing them? Megan fucking Markle. Okay, the princess herself. She wore them, so obviously, you know, Rothy's is princess material. <laughs> That's right. 
It's going to blow your mind that they're made from recycled plastic water bottles. Also, you're helping the world. You're, you're putting good karma into the world. On this, on this podcast, we use straws, but we also use Rothy's, okay? You can do one or the other. Uh, but added bonus, they're machine washable. Let's face it, feet sweat. No more closet full of dirty shoes you'll never see again. So right now, let me give you your free money. This is free money, people. Ring that horn. <laughs> Sound that horn. <laughs> you got free money alert. Right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for my listeners. Use code JTRAIN to get free shipping with no minimum. Free shipping and free returns exchanges on your Rothy's shoes. And trust me, you're not going to want to return them. Go to Rothy's.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com, enter code JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN. To get amazing shoes and free shipping, it's a no-brainer. The shoes are comfortable, stylish, and sustainable. Free shipping. Give the gift. She will thank you for one step at a time. Rothys.com promo code JTrain. Get this deal while it lasts. Uh, Rothys.com promo code JTrain. Rothys.com promo code JTrain. Rothys.com promo code JTrain. Lev, let's do the emails. You ready? Let's do it, man. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Love triangle? I'm in already. You ready? Yeah. You ever been in a love triangle? Not in a triangle, done a couple hexagons. Hexagons. Yeah, but the triangle, no. <laughs> no, you're on bigger shapes. <laughs> I don't even know what a hex is. What was that, five? Six. Six. Yeah, I'm going octo next. <laughs> octo, going, going for that, going, going for that puss. Been listening for a long time, never heard this come up. So I meet this girl on Bumble. Things went well, got, uh, got the meet up for drinks. She's an eight, seven question mark. Okay. So we have a rating system here on the podcast. Oh. Guys or girls can use it. Okay. It's the area code method, face, body, personality. Okay. So we met this girl on Bumble. Things went well. Get the meetup for drinks. She's an eight-face, uh, eight seven-body, question mark, personality, because they haven't met. See, I'm so dumb that I thought she was eight foot seven. Eight foot seven. Yeah, like, <laughs> She's eight foot seven. <laughs> that <laughs> that's the J makes system. up for me not knowing what the hexa hexagonal <laughs> was or whatever the fuck that was. But I eight seven. She's a giant. I've never heard this one. On the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you're going out with Matumbo. Uh, we end up going back to her place. Quote unquote. He writes. She tells me she's going to go grab some drinks. Cue prom porn music. Oh, he's he's cueing Shelby. So she's going to go get, get some drinks. But while she's gone, her mom comes in and starts aggressive flirting and slight petting. What? Dude, I'm like on the fence about this already. I don't the, know if I can believe this. The girl I met with never comes back, so I leave. What do you mean never comes back? Later thinking I may just be watching too much porn because who does that shit really happen? Here comes the weirdest part. A local radio station does a second date update segment where they call on behalf of one of the dates because the other ghosted for some reason and try to set, the, set up a second date. This girl does this and admits on live radio that she brought me to her place so that her mom can give could have a go because she just went through a messy divorce. And then because I didn't hook up with the mom, now the girl wants to try hooking up for real. What the actual fuck? Guess that could be a hypo. The mom was pretty good looking, like late 40-ish. I'm 25. This is a crazy Dude, you know email. what this sounds like? This sounds like a dude like telling his friends, like, all right, so I go to this girl's house, right? Yeah. Her mom walks in, two tits out. Her dad walks in, goes, I just want to operate the camera. Yeah. Ferrari dealer from town walks in, throws me the keys, says, you know what? Fuck them all in the car. It's, this is like insane. It's too I, much. I don't know if this is... 
even possible. I don't like. He also called it love triangle, and then he wrote worth the read. <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't know if it's real. Hypothetical though. Let's go to hypothetical land. What would you say if 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 this if this came up for you, girl? Here's the problem. This this is uh, the girl is kind of an asshole. Yeah, she mom fished him. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. She set him up because in this world of you know you want to do the right thing. Right. You don't want to be you know you don't want to be screenshot and then sent to some you know she's already doing the radio station thing. Right. So who's to put past her? That she wouldn't be like, you fucked my mom and then like try to embarrass him on Springer or some shit. Right. But that's also insane that she called into a radio show to tell this story. She's like, so I tricked this man into fucking my 45-year-old Yeah. Mother, but now I kind of think I want to grab coffee. Yeah. That's <laughs> an insane switch up. Wait, what a horrible wedding story. Right. And I also- knew I loved him when he didn't fuck my mom. Dude, <laughs> I had my mom come in, new lingerie. I, he only fingered her. Yeah. That was it. I they, knew it was the one. Now I know he's the one, and that's why you're all here for a Wednesday wedding. But we kind of have, have to go after this lady because she brought a guy home just so she could leave and have her mom, who's in on the plan, come in and try to suck some young dick. Yeah, it's not... That's It's insane. her fault. I... She's insane because they're, they, she could have, from get-go, just been like, listen, she could have over the app. Right. At that, if, you're like in the, if, if we're going to live in this reality right, that right, right. we don't even believe is a reality, <laughs> <laughs> if we, we want to believe that this is what happens, you just, I would say, hey, you're cute. You seem cool. My mom just got out of some shit. Right. Are you an older woman? I, you know, like, because she could use wi- chair women would get offended by that because, like, a lot of girls they'll like get upset. I had a girl write me once that she like that someone saw her friend in the picture. Okay, like she matched with a guy, and then he was like, "Hey, I I hate to do this," or he was just like, "Hey, your friend in that picture is who I thought I was matching." With. Right, right, right. Can you put me in touch with a right. friend? And she was like, "Oh my god, this is how heinous! What a dick!" And I was like, "It's a it's a weird move, but I think that's worth the gamble, though. If you there's a gamble to it that he's taking, a calculated gamble. Right. It's like if you if you've decided, you know what? I don't really want to hook up with a chick I matched with, but I think I might really like her friend. Yeah, take the shot. I've heard of it working out actually. Right. But here's the other thing, she was a like a a redhead. Right, the girl right. that was messaging me about how much of an asshole this guy was, the girl that she was next to was a brunette, and I was like, here's why you shouldn't take this so personally. Right, you're right, right. totally different type. I go Ginger Marianne. That's been a conversation for centuries. Right. So like the idea that you two like. He, what he's doing, it's not like it was you and your best friend who kind of look alike. Right. Then I would be like, okay, this guy's. Yeah, they just look identical. They're yeah, like yeah. twin sisters. <laughs> You're like, like, hey, your sister. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm so. She has this different nose. Yeah. Just yeah. the way that one hair goes to the side. <laughs> but if I, I mean, in this situation, I'm telling the girl who said, I, you don't go back to the girl who would call the radio station. It's one thing if she had been like, listen, I, this is one big fucking ruse. Right, right, right. And here's why you're here. It's all in the setup. Yeah, she's a. I think that you kind of have to have a few screws loose to pull a move like that, dude. Imagine if you went on a date, right? It's going yeah. great. You brought the girl home to your mm-hmm. place, 
and then you leave to go to the bathroom. All of a sudden, your dad comes walking in in a bathrobe. It's uh, well, that would be arrestable. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, and it, you just left. You're just, just outside. And then my dad just started touching. Right. Right. Light petting. Yeah. Light petting. Dude, what are we you'd talking both about? be in prison within an hour. Like there'd be no way out of that. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Lev Fur at Lev Fur on Instagram. Go follow at Lev Fur oh, on thanks, Twitter. Buddy. He's got the Young Daddy podcast, and it's every Monday and Thursday, finding the daddy in all of us. Oh, yeah. What does that mean? You know what? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, like three in the morning, you're like yeah. editing your podcast info. You're like, I, got, I guess that's I gotta put good. something. Yeah, yeah. I need yeah, something listen, there. This is called J Train. I don't know. I, basically, talk. my show is like uh, I I am very honest. You know, people ask questions. I talk mm-hmm. to the fans. I interview guests, and like, I, to me, I, I to, being like a daddy is like just make the fucking right moves. Don't be a piece of shit and be honest. Yeah, don't so have your mom like a, waiting in the other room to attack them. <laughs> yeah. So. I've been a listener for a long time, and you've actually answered an email of mine before. Feather, feather, feather. Here's my problem. One of my friend's girlfriends has been telling me about their problems. I'm more than happy to be there for her, but I don't really want to put myself in the middle of their relationship for multiple reasons. I've tried the neutral party and not take any sides, but she continues to talk to uh, me about things and try to get me to take her side. How do I remove myself from the middle of this? Have you th- have this happened to you ever? That's never happened, but I think that's a really good question, though. It's a good question. Yeah, I definitely it's have thoughtful, a and it's um, I can understand the discomfort that he's going through. Right. Well, I mean, I think if it were me and my friend's girlfriend kept walking up to me and being like, I just, you know, he just won't put a thumb in my ass. I don't yeah. know what to do. If it was something like that, I'd yeah. tell my friend, what are you doing? Get that thumb in. Get the thumb in. Yeah. It is question specific. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because there are questions you're like, oh, here's my chance to help a friend. Right, right, right. Because, uh, you know, but... You know, they, that, <laughs> you know, like if it's in the if it's in the sexual realm, it's weird. But at least you're like, go for it. You can be, you know, Peter positive. Right, right, right. Yeah. But, but if it, she's like, he just he doesn't look me in the eyes between these hours of three to five. You don't want to have that conversation with your friend. You shouldn't hear about that. You yeah. Know? That's not your business. It's two. There's two reasons she's asking for you for advice. There's only there could really only be two alleys to right. me. The first alley is that she kind of likes you like there's like you know she's confiding in you and she's and also it's been mentioned i'm i don't think this is like i'm not sure what it is but maybe you've been mentioned as a threat or someone she considers hot so it's something to fuck with her guy right right, right. oh well i was talking to to Rick. Yeah, she's and trying to chess move him. Yeah, a little bit, a little gamish. The other option and probably the more likely option is that she's trying to use you as an expert witness in this trial. Mm. So whenever they have a fight, she can break down to, well, Rick thinks, right. and he's your friend. Right. He's just like you. So then it becomes, now she's brought the expert witness in who is a character witness and all this stuff that can, that can really, she can double up on you. Now they can gang up on you, which isn't healthy either. Right. Yeah, and it's also like there's no even winning there because even if you talk to her boyfriend, yeah, be like, hey, she told me about this. Like, now you talking to my girlfriend? Exactly. Yeah, two pieces coming at him now from different sides, you know. And uh, I feel like there's nothing to do there other than just back up and be like, hey, you know, I I appreciate that you're talking to me about this, but yeah, you know, I can't help you. You can't be neutral. 
Yeah. I think I think the neutral is like the I think he did the first the first thing he did, you're right. That's a good thing to do. Right. Hey, I, I'm friends with you both. Um the next move is hey, um, you're putting me in a bad position. Right. I cannot even talk to you about this. Right. Talking to me about this. You need to go talk to him about uh, about your issues, about your problems, because talking with me feels like now you're making me a part of this fight. Yeah, I mean he he should have his friends back anyways, though. Just uh, uh, yeah, that's what he should say. He'd be like, listen, he's my friend. Yeah, he's your boyfriend. Like, you know, I don't. He's gonna to... be here if you're gone. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's, it's not gonna be the other way around. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Lev Fur at Lev Fur on Instagram. Go follow. Go follow. Go support. Help my let's do a let's do a lady hypothetical. You got a high Dear Train, an OKL here, original key listener. Love it. I recently ended a road trip from Alaska to L.A. Now I'm in this Louisiana mode. Is that Alaska to Louisiana? Or I'm assuming L.A. because she's switched up. That's like a she, lifetime of driving. That is a lifetime of driving. I mean, Alaska, she rode out Alaska, so I'm assuming L.A. is the city. It's got to be L.A. Because if you're, if you're leaving Alaska, I would hope it's for at least a good place. <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> somewhere with action and, right. and people. And now I'm driving from the East Coast uh, to California for work. What does this person do? So I can't thank you enough for showering me with that silky podcast feather during my long-ass car rides. Yeah, you're welcome. Ice road trucker. Uh, right? <laughs> A female one. It's kind of hot. Now for the hypothetical. It's Fuck, Mary Kill, J-Train podcast edition. Options are... So you fuck, Mary kill... Okay, so this is an intro. This is a very inside podcast hypothetical. You ready, Shelby? Lay it on me. Okay, we play fuck Mary kill. She's saying fuck Mary kill. The three options are things from the podcast. I'm trying to explain this to okay. you because I'm explaining it to any listener at home too. Right. So one fuck Mar- fuck Mary kill. Two would you rather? Three the area code system face body personalities guys or girls can use it. Which of these three games would you fuck, marry, or kill? Thanks for the response. I can't wait to see you for the second time in Sacramento. Look at that, Feather Feather. What do we think? You fuck, marry, kill the three games from these three podcast things. It's it's confusing because to say fuck, marry, kill, yeah. fuck, marry, kill, you're saying it twice. So you, you're... What would you do, Shelby? This is very meta. It is meta. I feel like I'm, I've risen above my body and I'm watching my dead body. <laughs> I'm on afraid the... to answer one because I feel like you're just going to look at me and be like, that was my favorite one. <laughs> and then I got to put the mic no, down and I, go No, you got to make a choice. I get it. So it was fuck, marry, kill. Fuck, marry, kill. Would you rather okay. uh, the area code system? Kill the area code system. Wow. That's my vote too. I, I'm I still angry don't get it. at both of you. I don't really use it myself. <laughs> I, you know, the area code says, okay, go ahead. I get it for others, but. Sure. I would fuck, would you rather, and marry, fuck, marry, kill. Wow. That's Lev, commitment. you're up. I think I'm on his side. I would, I'd kill the area code system because I don't know what the hell it is. 
It's a raiding people. Do I see how you have to defend it now? I have to defend it. <laughs> you don't have to defend fuck Mary well, Kill or would I guess you rather? The reason to kill it is because I have to defend it every time I bring it up. Right. Because people will roll their eyes at it and I go, Well, guys or girls can use it. That's right. the reason I say that. <laughs> so it's worth killing. But that's how you know sense. something's a bad invention yeah. though. You're like, no, 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 but guys or girls could use it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone can use it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with I'd that. I'd probably say that. Okay. I'd probably uh I'd probably uh marry I, I do the same thing. I'd marry Would You Rather because that's the more he fun said marry, option. Fuck, I'd, marry, kill. Okay, so I'd marry Would You Rather. I think you okay. get more juice out of that orange, you know. Yeah. And then I'd uh, I'd fuck, fuck, marry, kill. That's fun to do every once in a while for me. Yeah, I'm probably with you, Lev. I would marry Would You Rather, uh, fuck, fuck, marry, kill because I do like doing it every now and again. We don't do it a lot. And then the area code method. Yeah, I think maybe it's a time gone gone by. Yeah. Um. Even though, and it, also the reason to kill the the area code method is because it's in the eye of the beholder. We rarely get five. My girlfriend's a five six three, or my boyfriend's a four five right, you know, right. two. I would use it on somebody I wasn't actually going to approach. Mm. Like if I was actually interested in someone, I don't think I would be rating. Yeah, I'm not going to do that to my loved ones. Correct. Interesting. J Train I love that email. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. I love this email. Great title. Hanging out with him makes me feel guilty. Ooh. But we're sponsored people again. And let me just tell you, these are hand picked sponsors, right, Shelby? Hand chosen. People come to us, they want to sell their wares here. <laughs> and I am sitting here being, you know, I just look judgy. I put my hand to my my chin. And I rub it and I go, not for me. This is one where I was like, this is, this is a great idea. Have you ever someone, had someone come up to you and say, you smell amazing, what are you wearing? Whether it's Gucci, Prada, Versace, you have good taste and you know what you like, but your great taste is expensive. And you end up with a shelf full of half-used bottles, but I found a way to have great taste and save your pocketbook at the same time. Now that's what they wrote. Okay, I liked what they wrote, but let me add to this. It's called Scentbird. Okay, Scentbird keeps me smelling good month after month. Here's what Scentbird does: cologne and fragrances—they're expensive. They have to pay for their fucking artsy commercials, and they got to put them in high-end stores. There's a ton of middleman, middle woman. There's a ton of middle person <laughs> to. The scent game. Scentbird has taken all of that out. Also, the packaging costs a lot. Sometimes it comes in a fucking golden diamond urn. Yeah. And it's like Scentbird took out all of that with great products from Hugo Boss, Gucci, Tom Ford, Kenneth Cole, and more. They have all these brands, and it comes in a 120-spray bottle. So Jesus. you get to like switch it up every now and again. The problem with all these colognes and perfumes is you're stuck with a scent Forever. You say how much, how many, how often am I spraying? Exactly. Some mist. A 30-day supply is 120 sprays. To be honest, I'm not doing that many sprays in a month. You're not that much of a spray boy. Not a spray boy. That's three days for me. That's that's right? Oh, you're three <laughs> days. I knew you smelled when you walked in. Listen, it's you get to choose and rotate into different smells, which I think is great. They send it to you in the appropriate size 
uh, canister. And then you can just keep going through and you can sign up for subscriptions. And it, it's great. I use Scentbird. That's why I always use Scentbird.com. Always. And it's Scentbird. Like, you have a scent flown to you from a bird. Tweet, tweet. Tweet, tweet, motherfucker. Okay, so that's so you're going to get this exclusive offer, okay? You'll get 50% off your first month today. That's $7.50 for your first cologne. So every month you can keep going through this cologne and perfumes. Every month you get a different one and you can enjoy a high-end smell for regular end prices. So that's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash J train. That's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash J train. Use my code J train for 50% off your first month. This is a great gift. This is a great gift to yourself. This is a great thing for the girlfriend or the boyfriend. S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash J train code J train. Sign on. Smell great. I gotta say, if they actually flew a cologne to you with a bird, It'd be great. I'd pay a hundred bucks a month for that, just to see it. Yeah, just to see it happen. Just to see how they train that bird. <laughs> It'd be great if the bird smelled like shit, though. <laughs> the birds, like, you guys are a cologne sweating. Company. Yeah, <laughs> fucking give the like, bird hey, a spray. Yeah, give him a give him a little spritz. <laughs> Hanging out with him makes me feel guilty. J Train, there's been intense sexual tension with my coworker since day one. People always make comments about us getting along so well, and we actually made out one time last year after a work event. We joked about it after, and neither of us wanted to make anything more out of that because of our job. Currently, he has a girl. He has had a girlfriend for about eight months now, and we're all very cool with each other. This is more of a triangle. I, that's right. I introduced my coworker to your podcast, and one of our favorite games is now Red Flag Deal Breaker. When we're playing the game, someone brought up Red Flag or Deal Breaker. They are your coworker. We both made Deal eyes. Breaker. <laughs> Red Flag. <laughs> why does it have a Why does it have a hip hop beat, Shelby? Red Flag. The Red Flag sounds like it was it was created by by a marketing team. He's trying to bring the all, show. Yeah, of into all the white future. people that yeah. want to make something hip. Yeah. <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> Rap music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we both we both made eye contact with each other and said deal breaker. Well, last week he left our company. On top of that, his girlfriend is moving to a different city that's three hours away. I fifth wheeled my two coworkers and their boyfriends for drinks one night. They texted him to come and he left his friends and Ubered across the city to meet up with us. He was sitting across from me and flirting with me. And when he asked about his girlfriend moving, he kept looking at me. I am not going to pretend that I don't like him because I do. However, I'm very respectful of his girlfriend relationship and he is a great guy and I know he would never cheat on her. I love hanging out with him and genuinely miss not talking to him every day when we are at work. I can't help but feel guilty for this. I never felt this way before because of his girlfriend, because his girlfriend came to a lot of work events and we were very friendly with each other. But now that she's gone and he doesn't work at the company anymore, things feel different. Let me know your thoughts on this. I know talking, uh, taking the absolute moral high ground to keep my dis. I know taking the absolute moral high ground to keep my distance, but I didn't do anything to create these circumstances. And if he still wants to hang out with me and our coworkers and maintain our close relationship, should I feel bad about it? Also, should I do anything to tell him how I feel or wait it out and see if anything comes out of it? As always, thanks for your help. What do we think? 
Dude, I got some thoughts. Sure. First of all, check this out. They're playing this game, right? Yeah. Their coworkers, their friend knows that. Mm-hmm. And then they're playing this, like, is it a deal breaker game? And one of their friends goes, what about if your coworkers? It's a dickish move. That's a dickish yeah, move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, it's one of those things that the worst people do. Right. When they are like, they're like, let's let's just play. Like, is it? It's as if they're like, oh, I get to be the puppet master. Right, right, right. For five and, and seconds, sit back and yeah. see what happens. And nothing happens to me because I'm just the one who's who. Yeah, we're playing the game. Yeah. it's like you know what the fuck happened. Right, right, right. That's like if your friend's like, you know what, you're going through a divorce. Let's play a game, and you don't want to talk about it. Let's play a game. Who's divorced here? Yeah, it's a it's, dick move. I had this situation. Um, it's funny when like people know the deal and don't know the deal. I don't know if I told this on this podcast or the other one. Um, but just the idea that like I brought someone along to, you know, to an event right. and then people like, and it's, this was, I, and I hate to make this a male female thing, but especially women guys kind of know the deal of like, we're just going to shut the fuck up. Right. 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 Oh, hopefully. this is hopefully, but like guys will fuck with you, but it feels like, like I know there's a, you know, I know a few comics that will be like, this is my girlfriend. So-and-so. And you go, nice to see you. Nice to meet you. Right. The dumbest people go, who? <laughs> Did I meet you before? And then they make, the especially women, they make them feel like trivialized and yeah. not important. And they're like, and I brought this girl to an event. Like, uh, you know, all these girls kept coming. Who is this? Ooh. Right. And I'm like, what are you, the fucking, what, are, what is wrong with you? Right. Are you, how did you become seven years old I legit all have, of a sudden? I have had a guy one time, like, stop me on the street, a friend of mine. And he was like, guy, you're with a new girl every time I see you. It's I'm like, what are these this, people doing? First date. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? And he's like, and later he's like, I'm helping you. No, she, you're not helping. Yeah, no, not at all. You made her Nobody feel like Nobody is helping. Yeah. But also, so get, but she they says. They do that. But you know what? It's funny that you say that. You're right. Because they do say that. Oh, I'm helping. These coworkers right. think that they're like, that they're the fucking, you know, the, the godmothers. They're you know, like they, the lubricant. They're like, oh, they, once I say it, they're going to fuck They're going to do it. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, but there's repercussions to all these things. First right. of all, it's work relationships. Second of all, this guy is in a fucking relationship himself. Yeah. Like you're only gonna bring tough times. But get but get this shit though. This is the part that like kills. They both go, yeah, it's a deal breaker. He yeah. quits his job immediately. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah. Guess not anymore. I guess we. I guess I'm in. Right. She's like, no, I could never date somebody I work with. This dude just put in his one week notice the next day. Yeah. That's a move. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. The idea and, that he's like deal breaker. And then he and then he like goes like he drive <laughs> he pulls his car back in, you know into the president of the the company's lot. Right. And he's like, I'm fired. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm Look, I've been blown. stealing office supplies. Yeah. I can't be here anymore. They're like, get oh, me out of here. Like, that's, that's no problem. Just bring back the supplies. You can keep working here. You do a great job. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I have a blowjob to get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I it is And that night his his girlfriend's like, honey, it, they're offering me a great job position to move away, but I'm so just do it. Move go, away. Go you three can't hours. turn it down. Yeah, I don't know. I, I do you think she's wrong? You know what I think? I think my opinion on this has changed recently. Mm. But uh, I think if you really like somebody, yeah. and you feel that there's a connection there, and it's not just you obsessing over somebody, you think it's reciprocated. Mm. T- you know, tell that person, hey. I would have really loved to uh, grab a drink, but you're in a relationship. Yeah. See what happens. Because I, I know but couples. But he's still in the relationship. Right. I know. But as I'm saying, I know couples who yeah. have been together for five, six years. And yeah. the way they met was because a dude stole that girl from another guy. Stole it. Stole her. 
Well, put her in a van. Didn't tell her where it was going. <laughs> he's just happily married. Drove off. Yeah, and he now has eight wives. <laughs> I and they're all trapped in the basement. <laughs> I, I hear. I think when the guy does it, it's a more. Of it's a more realistic proposition, right? Because you're not wrong. The guy, if, like when you say, like I know a lot of guys who have stolen the girl, right? Guys are like, I am. I, I think guys are, aren't given credit for knowing what they're doing, but we do know a lot of times. When a guy does that, he knows he's like, I'm signing up for a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not signing up for a casualness at all. Right. Well, if he's like a normal dude, if he's not a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's pieces of shit out there, but I'm right. saying the idea that this girl goes to him and is like, I've been thinking about you a long time. He, When it's reversed like that, I could see him being like, well, you know, you, you know, I'm gonna have to be casual with you, right? As opposed to like, because I didn't break this up, you broke it up, right, right, right. So now I'm not the dick, and a lot of guys worry about that shit of being the dick. Yeah, how hot would it be though if she just fucking shows up to his place? Like, oh, this is, but this is this is exactly my point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, I, I was full of cum, and she showed up, right, right, right. and we have this whole torrid love affair. Yeah, I had to do it. She showed up. I had it jerked off in an hour. What yeah. the hell was I supposed to do? Well, Susan, you're three hours away. This is your fault. You this moved. is this is the whole explanation. Right. Also, that's ex- explanation to her when she's like, let's be serious. It's like, well, hold on. I don't want to be. I, I I'm not. Re- I just got out of a relationship. Right, yeah, right. because you went with me. Right. <laughs> you know, I just lost my job. That I quit. Yeah, look what you made me do. You right. know, when it's all his fault. I, I think she. I imagine though, if she just like put on like a fucking coat, nothing oh, underneath, it's, showed it's, up at his house, knocked on the door. It'd be living the movie Wild Things, yeah. which you should all see. I know. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I think you shouldn't feel bad about it. She asked if she should feel bad about it. No, because this guy obviously has some sort of feelings for you. It seems like he's working his way out of that relationship that he's currently in. Right. If he's showing up, you know, the girlfriend moved three hours away, that feels like it's over. Right. I agree. I don't think she should feel guilty. But think about how funny it'd be, though, if there was one subtle change in the email and it's like, we said it'd be a deal breaker. All of a sudden, he quits the job and his girlfriend goes missing. (laughs) <laughs> like, um you have a very you have a law and order episode right. <laughs> i i i think she should wait this relationship out i think so too i think what you do is don't feel bad about it hang out be fun be i say this uh every now and again be the party he would want to attend right so when you guys go out be fun be affable be cool you know, ask about the relationship because that's a normal thing to do with friends. Right. Hey, how's it going long distance? And he's going to, I will promise you, because right now he has all the excuses for a breakup already in place. Yeah. They're hey, just, I'm just, just changing like three jobs. Weeks away. You're, three away. You're three hours away. Right. He's a month away from this being done. Yeah. And then when it's done, you have to... Um, you got to be around. Be around and be fun and ready to go. Right. But also... Since it sounds like you do have feelings for him, you have to be approached in a way that is relationship way. You've only kissed from her email. Right. So there's going to be a point where he, he's going to end it with her and he's going to go, hey, I'm out. And he's going to try and make you the rebound hookup. Yeah. Yeah, you're And right. you have to fend away from that if you like him because you have to say to him, you want to be taken out. You want to be doing date one, day two, day three. You want to be taken out in a way that's being courted. So I would say beware because 
the first people you go to when you break up with someone are the warm contacts. Yeah. And also, if she lets herself be the first rebound, then what happens is he doesn't look at her the same later subconsciously, starts thinking about his ex again. Yeah. Thinks about the ex again or thinks like he, the, the, the other way to go, he starts thinking the ex again is one way. The other way to go is, I'm a stud. Yeah. Look at that. First, first girl I talked to, <laughs> I fucked. Right. Like, oh, man, I because when guys got out of relationships eight months, they got girlfriend confidence. They have one girl that's been telling them they're hot for eight months. Right, they've right. never had to, like, try and fail. So they've been just success after success after success. And if he gets out of the relationship and the first thing he does is success, he's going to go, well, Tinder's going to be a fucking blast. Yeah. So I would beware. It's like, I keep hearing about the young kids are on Tinder. I haven't seen it yet. I've been peeking. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Lev Fur at Lev Fur on Instagram. Go follow, go support Young Daddy Podcast every Monday and Thursday. Go get involved. Um, this is a follow-up email. They sent this September 26th. Shelby, tell me if you remember this email. Um, let's see if she explains it. Hey, J Train. All the feathers in the world to you in classic shell. Thanks for answering my last question. I took your advice to keep seeing him and things are going well. Very vague. Very vague. I've been seeing this guy for a month. We went on Matt on Hinge. We hit it off right away. See each other every couple of weeks. Discovered he's good friends with my best friend's boyfriend. Oh, the on theory. The only thing is, turn off for me, he brought up his ex four to five times. Oh, I remember this. Remember he kept bringing up his ex? I think was this the vet? Yeah. She was, uh, so he kept bringing up the ex. He told me he had called his ex-girlfriend because she was in her final year of vet school and asked her what to do because his dog got seizures. I was pretty turned off at this point. We basically told her to keep it going. Yeah. That uh, it was an, okay, if she was a vet, then that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, it wasn't out of line to hit the ex. Yeah, yeah. she was, he had a sick dog. He hit up the ex, and then he had brought her up before. Right. They'd been together, and they'd just gotten out of it. He's just been slowly poisoning the dog. I'm afraid, yeah. Just to <laughs> just call to, the just ex. Just to get in touch with her. I'm afraid to keep going through this email because I feel like we're going to get in a situation with this girl where every little issue will come up. But here's a follow-up on something weird that's been going on. The guy I've been seeing has been texting someone under the name Steve with a little sunflower emoji next to the name. Oh, my God. Steve loves sunflower <laughs> seeds, baby. That's right. <laughs> All three men in this room just looked at each other smiling. Let, him, <laughs> let me just let the listeners know that we, Steve with a sunflower, <laughs> none of us buy it. No. <laughs> right? Not at all. I don't. Uh, if a good Why sunflower? Any friend of mine, there's, there's not an emoji next to the None name. of them. Like, if there's somebody, oh, how am I going to remember this person? I might put something weird, but like. A friend that it was you in You can't the, just remember Steve? A well, friend, well, if maybe. there was a microphone app, I would not put it, emoji, I would not put it next to your name. No, no, no. Or a train, even. No. Uh, but what if it's a trap, though? Steve's gay. And instead of writing gay Steve, yeah. you put a sunflower next to it. It could be. Or he, the boyfriend, is closeted. Yeah. And I don't know. The sunflower seems like... He's gone above and yeah, beyond to get caught. Something's up. On something's the up yeah. with this little sunflower emoji. I like this. So I got to read this for the listeners at home because he, she writes, the guy I've been seeing has been texting someone under the name, quote unquote, Steve. And then she puts in parentheses with a sunflower emoji next to the name. That should be in highlighted, bold lettering. 
uh, the last couple of times we've hung out. The reason I took notice in this is because what guy puts a sunflower next to a buddy's name? None of us. The first time I brought it up, I poked fun at him saying, who's lucky I with the sunflower next to his name? He just laughed and said, my buddy Steve. The next time we hung out, he was uh, online shopping for shoes and couldn't decide what to get. He asked me for my opinion, and after I gave, gave it, he goes, I'll let Steve decide. He <laughs> and Snapchatted a picture of Bo's shoes and Steve. Uh, Bo's shoes and Steve. Uh, to Steve. On Saturday, we went out to a concert. When we got back to his phone, went off at 2 a.m. with Snapchat saying, tech, with a te- and a text saying, hi, with multiple eyes, from Steve. Okay, what buddy is texting you at 2 a.m. saying, hi? I asked him about it the next morning, and he said, okay, it's my buddy's sister. We were, oh, here we uh, go. That, that's it. We were really close, and my buddy got mad at me a couple weeks ago for texting her, so I changed her name in my phone. His buddy's sister has a boyfriend, she writes. I asked him why he didn't just say that the first time I asked him who Steve was. He said he thought it would be weird to explain the truth. It's only weird after you've lied about it. Yeah. That, I, I, I don't know. Your buddy's sister, too. Like how, I feel like there's a limit on that friendship. Also, he couldn't remember one more name. Right. He couldn't just call her, like, like some, you know, Steve-ette. Yeah. Or some shit. If, if it was Steve's sister, even, this whole thing could have been avoided. Yeah, I asked him why he didn't say anything. Uh, he also said, I am making this a much bigger deal than it needs to be. I need to have a little bit of trust in him. This whole thing just really doesn't add up to me. I dated someone for two years who cheated on me a lot and would change girls' names in his phone to his buddy's name so he could text them around me. Yeah, that is a strategy, people. Um, have you ever done that? I've never. No, dude, I'm not a cheater. I've never done that. Um, I just know it's done. Yeah. Shelby, you ever done that? Changing a name? Yeah. No. Okay. I would just hate that conversation, having to live that moment of like, who, who are you texting? It's just a I'm lot like, of work for, you know, yeah. if you really don't want to do this, just don't do it. You're like, I'm texting Nick. She's like, you sent him a dick pic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to get some input before I sent it to you, babe. What do you uh, think? I'm sending you first drafts? <laughs> I got to send you. <laughs> ah, I wish there was a sunflower next to the name. This really <laughs> mess, messed me up for a while, caused me to have some trust issues. I don't blame you. My question is, am I blowing this out of proportion because of my past, or do you think there is something else going on? Also, the reason I'm doing this as a follow-up email is because the ex-girlfriend he called for help with his dog had a sunflower emoji in his name, in her name on his phone. Oh, shit. Could it be her, he is messaging, am I just being crazy and paranoid? What do you think? Oh, shit. That was a detail at the end. That's a huge detail. I felt like I was watching the Zodiac when he said that. I was like, the sunflower again. The sunflower... I, I mean, we say this a lot on this show. If you notice something, you notice it. Yeah. Like, uh, you're not crazy. Um, you can't, no one can tell you how to feel. Right. Like, this, this is your past creates how you are in the future. So, like, to say, like, oh, I have trust. Of course you have trust issues. Yeah. You've dealt with cheating boyfriends in the past. You're seeing the same acts out of the new guy that you had and the old guy. So you're like, listen, I, I've i lived this before. Right. Why wouldn't you ask questions? What do you think? Well, she's saying, like, am I blowing this out of proportion or am I right to be worried? And the answer is it's in between both. It's like it's like you said. She's probably a little cautious because of her last relationship. Sure. But that's definitely weird fucking behavior. He lied about the name, the sunflower seed, you know? Maybe he's texting the ex. It's just yeah. strange. It could be a million different things, but none of them are great. 
even if it really is like his friend's sister yeah. with the 2 a.m. snaps, you know. I feel like I just don't understand the sunflower. There has to be a connection between the ex having a sunflower and now the buddy. Like, it's as if he's creating a top five chicks in his phone. Yeah. Like, he's doing his own, you know, you know, Snapchat best friends. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah, the sun, there's got to be something to the sunflower. This guy might be dumb enough to just attach that to whoever is ex. You have to be the dumbest. You have to have the worst memory in the world <laughs> to have to work out this sunflower scheme. Yeah. I think for this situation, you're not blowing this out of proportion. I agree with Lev. You're not blowing this out of proportion. Your past creates who you are today. It's a, You should be cautious just because you want to protect your heart. Yeah. We get it. Um, I think that's a walk away from me. What do you do, though, if you're her? If you, you sit him down and try to get it out of him and be like, listen, no, I'm not I don't buying think, the shit or I, what? I don't think there's really... There's nothing that will give her satisfaction. Right. He's going to keep lying. He's already gaslighting her. He's already saying, I didn't even know gaslighting was a term until a week ago, but now it's like in the lexicon. He's already going, um, you don't trust me. He's already playing the aggressive defense move. Right, right, right. Where he's like, whoa. He's leaning back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you're not going to trust me. You got to start trusting me. And it's yeah. like, listen, I would do this. I would uh, go to him and be like, I would talk to him straight up. Listen, I keep seeing weird stuff. Right. Yes, I'm a... Pr- Admit to your faults. Yes, I'm cautious around relationships, but that's because I've been screwed in the past. I don't think she owes him that, though. You don't think so? I don't even think she owes him that in this situation. I think in this situation, like, if your girlfriend's pulling some weird shit, yeah. you wouldn't hit her like, hey, look, like, I know I'm... No, I'd be like, listen, girl, what the hell is, is this? Sure. Either give me a, a perfect explanation that makes sense right now. Yeah. Or if you can't, I'm going to fucking get in the car and I'm on my way. Give me an explanation that doesn't make me feel weird. Right. And and because, listen, if he, what makes you feel weird is the lying up front. If you had said... If he had been like... Listen, I was texting with my girl uh, way back when Steve hated it that I would text his sister. So I changed the name to protect Steve. Right. We're friends. Um, I know it's weird. I get it. Yeah. There was no admittance of that. He's being like, that's my friend. Yeah, well, your friend has a different fucking name in your phone. Your buddy Steve, your buddy Steve doesn't trust you around his sister. Why should I? Right. That's a lot. A lot of that, you know, kind of going back to the email before where we're talking about like, telling the friend and using him as a key witness. Right. You have a key witness without having to go to him. Yeah. The friend doesn't even trust you around his sister. Why should I? There's obviously a flirtation. Yeah, absolutely. I, a, dude, a 2 a.m. snap. Come on. If, even if I texted one of my friends at 2 a.m. snap, they'd be like, I'll, I'll get back to this in the morning. Like, Yeah. D- you also, hi with multiple eyes. That's an excited yeah. hello. That's way too excited. No one is that excited that you're not going down on. <laughs> so, I think that's in the Bible. That's in the Bible. Yeah. Okay. Six eyes. Jesus wrote that. <laughs> Six eyes equals conolingus. She I, had she had a two eyes because she wants both of you as above her belly button. Yes, that's yeah. right. I would say this. To me, this is a walk away from the table situation. Yeah. I would say to him, listen, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. I um you brought up the ex. I got over that because, listen, we all have exes in our lives. Uh, but then you have this new girl with a sunflower next to her name. The ex had a sunflower next to her name. All of this stuff is really all too too much in common for me to really deal with. Right, right, right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a take a break from this situation. Yeah. 
And then, and then you have to see, you have to be, you have to be confident enough to walk away to go. He was a nice guy, but obviously had a lot of other things. Yeah, going some on. shit was up. Yeah, I think it's an end because you don't want to be in a relationship where you got a fucking map on the wall and red lines going like, all right, where's the yeah. flower? Where's the yeah? And every every time you see a sunflower, it gets weird. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> now, yeah, you've legitimately sunflowers are now a touchy subject right, in your right. life, and that should never happen. Anytime uh, something normal becomes a fight, right? You have a legitimate issue yeah. in, your, in your relationship. Can you imagine she like drops them, and then a week later she comes home? There's just a vase of sunflowers <laughs> in the middle of her kitchen. Dun dun dun! Just, you made the list. Yeah. <laughs> just one light on them. You you've made it. Do we have time for another email, Shelby? We do. Okay, good. <laughs> good to know. Let's. Uh, I'll give you the choice on one. There it more is. Email. When and how to tell a guy. You're a mama. Brain versus heart. My coworkers think I'm a player. Help ex-girlfriend mind fucks me on social media. Help your Eugene friend shift from professional to relation romantic relationship. I like the ex-girlfriend mind fucks. That sounds Let's do that one. What's up, J Train? Tickle tickle on your dickle. I need some help, man. So my ex and I were together for a year. After a year of dating, we ended things because she wanted to focus on herself and school and blah, blah, blah. I figured she was bullshitting me, so I went along with it and we broke up. I figured she... uh, Okay. Over the next six months, I meet different women and we went on several dates, but nothing caught my attention. Until I met this cute, goofy chick who acted like she had no idea how hot she was. So now... (laughs) <laughs> Some girl is listening to that Just rolling her eyes so fucking hard She doesn't even know how hot she She knows So one night this girl and I uh, Run into my ex at a house party I asked her how she's doing Then I kept partying with Goofy Chick <laughs> That's her name in his phone Goofy Chick <laughs> Goofy Chick Sunflower Oh yeah go- <laughs> I love her She's Goofy Chick Days after the party, my ex starts texting me, and old feelings came out, so I ended up messing around with both women, but not in a threesome kind of way. Soon after, I realized that it was fucked up for me to do this to both women, so I told my ex that I wanted to be with Goofy Chick. (laughs) I love that he's keeping Goofy Chick up. (laughs) Obviously, it didn't go well, so didn't go so well and she said that I broke her heart so she blocked me on social media except on Facebook. A couple of days later I sent her a friend request on Facebook but didn't get accepted. Why would he do that? Yeah, that I was just thinking that. Why You're the hell out. did he send her Fast the... forward 3 years. Wait a minute. Fast forward 3 years and she accepts my damn request. A week later she deletes it. I send her another one, which she accepted, but deleted it over a week later. So my question is, what the hell is going on? Where did the three years come from? <laughs> Wait, how does this end? I want to see where this email so after. Is. So my question is, what the hell is going on? She has a boyfriend, and I'm dating Goofy Chick. I figured she was over when she added me for the first time, but why would she add, then delete so many times? Could it even be her boyfriend is the one deleting me? I'm super confused, J-Train. What do you think? Come back to North Carolina soon. Man, your show is fun as fuck. What do you think? I feel like he may, he's been with Goofy Chick for three years now. Yeah. He it's, may, uh, why are you sending friend requests to old chick? Yeah, he's the one in violation here. Yes. Why is he like staying up at night, four in the morning, fucking friend requesting his ex over we, and over and monitoring if they're staying friends? We don't 
need, I know it feels like we need these social media connections, but we don't. No, not at all. And we shouldn't be offended. The reason he's offended by him is he wants to still have ownership over. Yeah. He wants to be the one that's like, well, you know, uh, I still got control of old chick right. and goofy chick still in my, 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 you know, in my wheelhouse. And it's like, dude, you got it. Now it makes sense that he wrote, she doesn't even know how hot she is. Right. Because it does feel like he has to get over himself a little bit. Hmm. You're in a relationship. You do not need the to watch. And, I, you know, there's that old thing of, like, they watch my Instagram stories right, right, the rest right. of my life after we broke up. And it's like that happens because two ways. One, people want to just watch the people that they were attracted to because yeah. they're probably still attracted. And to it's them. also, it's usually it's not that huge of a decision to go, I'm going to no. watch my ex's Instagram story. You type in a fucking letter and their name comes up and then you, you hit their story. You're like, fuck it, why not? I have access to it, so why not? Right, why not? But this is a situation where it's like, you have to hold yourself back from trying to get into that why not zone. Yeah. Like, it feels like he's just trying to work himself into a position. You know what it feels like? It feels like there's a big crowd watching an event and you're trying to shimmy your way to the front of the fucking crowd. Yeah. When it's like, dude, you got here late. It's over. There's a crowd in front of the fence. You're not watching. Yeah, and you chose to be at that nice little spot in the corner with yes. that goofy, goofy chick. Yes. Right. Go live your life. It's like being at the bar and it's three heads deep and someone says to you, hey, can I get in for a second? You let them in. They order right. and they, they try to stand at that spot at the bar for the rest of the night. No. Right. You got your drink. Get the fuck out. Yeah. And also, like, imagine if he told this to his girlfriend where he's like, yeah. listen, goofy. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I'd love if he only addresses her as that, like, in person. Yeah. What she? And she's like, table for too being this goofy goofy bitch yeah Um, yeah tell it to your goofy chick yeah see how cool she is with that right and if she's not cool with that you know then you gotta you gotta cut it out you don't need this this is uh this is like to me this is like having another drink when you're 10 in yeah have a water right cool the fuck off dude i will say that sounds like the perfect girl too goofy doesn't know how hot she is they're, girls roll their eyes at it. Guys know exactly what he's talking about. He's batting out of his ballpark. She's just fun and there with it. And he's like, no, like diamond in the rough syndrome. Yeah. Guys love thinking that they're with a girl that there's no competition with that's too hot for them. Right, right, right. <laughs> they discovered her. Yeah. Yeah. It's the chick with the, you know, another movie you don't know. And, you know, it's like, uh, it's uh, Can't Hardly Wait. Or what's the one? Never been kissed, or the one where she pulls out the ponytail and all of a sudden she's a hot chick. Oh, shit. Um, she's got the paint overalls it's on. Freddie Prince Jr. Yep, yep, Freddie Prince. Freaky Friday. It's not Freaky Friday. <laughs> it's my best guess. Here, I'm going to find it right oh, now. I got it, I got it, I got it. It's. Uh, she's all that. She's all that. You know, she's all that. I think I've heard of it. It's referenced. like the original, like that's the, Ted parody. It's the, it's the cliche she, that every she, other cliche has taken she after. Got, she has to do the hair shake after she pulls the ponytail. Yeah, she's all that. Uh, and what was her name? I believe that was Rachel Lee Cook. Rachel Lee Cook. And she's like the hottest chick ever, but they put her in glasses and overalls that had paint on them. Oh, yeah. And we were all supposed to go, 
Ew. Does he like he has to make a bet like you're gonna date that girl and then he Yeah, I gotta do I do these dudes watching rom coms. I gotta do one for that one. Cause that's like such a funny one. Like the, this is her before. Like who could have ever known? Right, right, right. She's got glasses <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, she takes the glasses off, ponytail off. She's like a perfect 10. A per- all of a sudden, she's this little haircut. Got a fucking... And here's the thing. You go from like... And a lot of girls, you know, she's got that like hot, short hair look. Right. Here's where she's a nerd. She's... Oh, she works Oh, she a, looks hot as a nerd, too. Yeah, she works at a falafel stand. Yeah. Oh, no, she's a falafel hat. Don't worry. Men have, have worked through tougher <laughs> things to get blonde. I would fuck her while she wore that. I, that would not hold me back at all. Yeah, I'd I be would... be like, here's the white sauce. I would let her eat a falafel while, while we had sex. Yeah. I mean, this is crazy. Well, here's the, what if this guy, though... He's not over his ex, and he wants and he his isn't. ex back. He isn't yeah. over his ex. That's the problem. He's yeah. still... He wants to know that his ex would still get with him. Yeah. He it's a he kind of rope-a-doped this email because it started with this ex keeps bothering me and fucking with me. And we're like, oh, okay, we're on your side. Right. And then it's like, you're fucking with the ex. Yeah, 100%. You are bringing to her a situation that she's like, ugh, I got a boyfriend. I'm over this dude. Yeah. Why is he coming back into my life? You're intruding. Yeah, it doesn't matter why she's removing or anything. This is he's this is a you yeah. problem, not yeah. a her problem. Lev Fur, thank you for coming on. Of course, man. This was a blast. Thanks uh, for having me, bro. All of you go follow Lev Fur at Lev Fur on Instagram, at Lev Fursh on Twitter. The crowd loves him. Yeah. You You're can check out my podcast, him. Young Daddy. Young Daddy Podcast. Successfully recorded. Do we have a news item or no? We do now. We do now. We got time for it? Sure. Jared, you're not married, to my knowledge. Nope, not to my knowledge either. <laughs> Lev Fur, married. Nope. Might only, be only that both game. of you are looking in the wrong place for love. Where do you look? A woman in Phoenix, 27. You gotta go to Phoenix. Named Taylor, was uh, working at her job with her best friend, Amanda, 30, when she met Amanda's dad, Kern Lehman. Okay, Kern Lehman sounds like the douchiest person I've ever met. I Yo, think he was the Kern porn guy Le- in Boogie Nights. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Kern Lehman. Yeah. Lehman Kern. I'm here. I'm I'm Amanda's daddy. So she works with Amanda who's 30 and her dad comes in. He comes in. Taylor, by the way, in a relationship at the time. Okay. They start, you know, hmm, we kind of have a connection. How old is Kern? Kern is on the dot. 52. <laughs> 52. 25 years older. Okay. They are now married, and that girl is now her best friend's stepmom. Oh, do we have a picture of them? That's fucking awesome. I mean, the dad looks like he Oh, would he looks be, great, though. He looks great. They're all in a picture together on a boat. This is the most Phoenix thing I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. This should be in the Phoenix Tourism Guide. It's Dude, she got Kern Layman. She got Kern Layman. His right. name is the verb. Yeah. <laughs> she said, we hit it off. We like the same music and are both old souls. <laughs> she has to say that. You she know what? You know, she has to say she's an old soul. You know who'd probably be friends is that couple with the mom setup couple from earlier. Yeah. It's a <laughs> it sounds like they would go well together. I I do 
it's interesting because this came up earlier in the podcast where the guy breaks up the relationship. He's like, I'm going to, I come in knowing that this is going somewhere yeah, else. Right, right, right. He's 52, but he came in going, well, that relationship's done because we're going to be in a relationship. It's crazy, though. I mean, they're married, though. They it's got to be working mar- on some level. The you next know? sentence takes a hard right. When it comes to the future, they've had to talk about the possibility of Kern dying first. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a possibility. That makes sense. I mean, if he was 70 and she was 55, no one would bat an eye. No. People would go, oh, okay, this older woman found love. You know, you know. I don't know. I don't know how wrong it is. I think the friendship thing is a little weird. It's um, You don't see the reverse a lot. Yeah. You don't see 52-year-old woman getting the 27-year-old man. There is that one... You remember the movie Kick-Ass? What was Kick-Ass? He's like... Uh, he He's like the person who... The teenager who tries to be... He's like a superhero. Like, yes. And then he become He's like goes viral. It's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he I really do. married like a female director in her 40s. And he was like in his early 20s. Yeah, that's a career move though. That's different. Yeah, yeah there's career-ish things to that, but it's yeah. all you know. It's also um, it can happen. It's like one of those things where it's like nothing's a hundred percent. But I mean, the fact that this right. none of us are sitting here being like a twenty-seven-year-old with a fifty-two like that. Like, what's with that dude? Like the dude, he's. I could see it. If you ask me, though, it's like you know, what's the big deal? This guy's marrying this girl for four years before his heart gives out. Like, yeah, you know, just enjoy it, and then they go back to being friends, and then they go back. She consoles her best friend. Right. They go through the loss together. Yeah. You know? I it's got to be You know the it's it you know what makes this less weird is that they met at work. If they had been childhood friends, then we'd all be like, "E." Yeah. Because there's a point where they goes, "Ooh, so and so's coming into her own." Right, right. And you're like, "Ugh, okay, Kern." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking relax, Now that name Kern. fits so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the fact that they met at work at 27 like I think that takes the the stench out of the story a little bit, right? It is in the New York Post, so who knows how it got in there. Yeah, we don't know. I feel like we have to like be born already an adult when your name's Kern. Like you can't be a Yeah, you can't be a child Kern. Kern Lehman. Kern Lehman. Just imagine like him as a as a baby and the nurses are like, This baby is the girthiest penis we've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> we'll now name it Kern Lehman. <laughs> well, Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Go follow, go support. Lev Fur, thank you for coming on. Of course, man. Thanks At for Lev Fur on Instagram. Uh, go follow Young Daddy Podcast. I'm Jared Freed. Every Tuesday and Friday, keep telling your friends, keep pushing the word. LA, LA, LA. I'm there this Sunday. Come to that show, jaredfree.com. Get your tickets now. San Francisco, Sacramento, coming there too next week. We'll see you next episode. Boom.